All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the live show. Um, I'm, get, I'm still getting stuff set up. Uh, we're still using StreamYard, and we will be very soon um, integrating Zoom. That way I can have more live callers on because I'm really enjoying that. What I will uh, be doing is kind of messing around with sharing the screen. I have one of those little podcast road things that you know does noises and you can record on i have that at my office i don't have it here at my home office so i will eventually probably take that back and forth throughout the day as i broadcast and that kind of stuff but welcome back to another show um, i got some stuff that i can chat with you guys today about and we can get into it uh, let me drop the the stream yard code in case anybody wants to join again it's not open yet to people uh, but i will open it up later if you guys want to join there it is for YouTube and Twitch. And let me add this thing to Facebook so people can see. Um, I'll open it up later to some questions if you guys have any. There you go. Um, all right. Cool. Let's begin. I got a lot of stuff that I want to talk with you guys today. I named this broadcast Why So Many People Keep Doing the Same Things and Get No Results, right? It's pretty simple. Uh, but there's some things that I want to break down uh, just from a societal standpoint and, you know, just for you to observe, right? A, a lot of times I think people um, listen to what I have to say and instead of just listening for what it is and seeing the facts, some people get in their emotions um, and, and that clouds their judgment and their ability to discern and really see what it is that, that I'm saying, right? So as an example, one reason, and this stuff is directly tied in with the title. And I'll always make those points, whether you see it or not, I will take a step and explain it so you can see it even if you don't, okay? So as an example, right? There's there's so many things I can talk about with this. It, it's just, it, it's nuts, right? So, so we look at in society, right? Somebody wants to do something, okay? What we don't realize is so much of what we do is at odds with conditioning with societal expectations and all that so one point is truth is no longer acceptable in most cases right we as human beings now most people most people right instead of being truthful and honest not only with themselves right but with other people you know their organization their job their employer their friends their family right it is explained as accepted and pushed that if the truth can potentially, and this is just society in general right now, if that hurts somebody's feelings, if that hurts somebody's feelings, sugarcoat it, be around the bush, don't say it, right? Now that's a, that's a major problem. That's a major problem, y'all. And that's pushed in society right now where you, even if you agree with what I say that that's a problem, you'll find yourself the next time you have to break news to somebody like let's say somebody is overweight and they ask you for your honest opinion you won't say you're overweight even you will be like right now that's not in our nature to do that that's been conditioned <clears throat> marketed to you put in your face that's been pushed over and over and over and over over and over and over and over Now, as simple as that sounds, that's a major issue because when you look at the individual who has that block, 
that will show up in every area of their life. As an example, the individual who cannot be honest with somebody else like that because they're afraid to hurt their feelings or something like that, guess what? The same condition applies to them. They will not be real with themselves and admit their faults or what they need to work on or that they're slacking off. Because then it's going to bruise their ego, right? And and something that like what seems like innocent, like what's said in society is like the white lie, right? Oh, it's okay to tell a white lie, you know? Mommy's not, you know, or my girlfriend's not, you know, overweight. She's she's beautiful, right? No, dude, overweight. Let, call it as it is. We've done this, and this has been perpetuated so much that again, society. Again, I, I believe this is by design. This is my opinion now, right? Individuals have no idea how much that has subjected them to a life of mediocrity, pain, suffering, and many other things. Because if you have the inability to call something as it is or be truthful, because now the emotional response of somebody who, by the way, they're 100% responsible for, they are, I can't say the truth and the truth now must be suppressed or dressed up differently, or given a different way, that's a major problem. And that is one of many factors that will lead to the downfall of the society, because we can't be honest anymore. Because you can be honest, but, right, the but comes after, but don't say it's so harsh. Well, what the fuck is harsh? What do you mean harsh? Whose definition is it? The person whose uh, emotions are, are a wreck and they can't control it? That is their responsibility, not mine. You see, and I'm bringing this up to you guys because this is literally like 99% of people deal with this and it seems innocent, but you got to check that. We'll talk about more today, but you definitely have to check that. That's why I am labeled by, by so many people as an asshole or this and that. Like I've heard it all machista, misogynist, like all that bullshit, right? I had all the haters even uh, even after I got canceled, like four years ago, right? They started going to my uh, Google page and giving me false reviews that blah, 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 and all this other shit, right? Um, it, it's crazy, right? The world that we live in, right? Like there would be people who would stalk my posts and they would send like an army of their little haters and bots to like report everything that I was posting so it would get demonetized or flagged or deleted. And they did that for years, right? And that's one of the reasons that I had my Facebook taken away from me you know, my original YouTube channel got demonetized to hell and almost shut down, right? I almost got three strikes on that channel for no reason, right? For no reason. Nuts. But if you go back and, and, and even watch some of my shit, when, when, when did I ever say any of these things or do any of these things that I was accused of, right? All it is is somebody listening with their ears getting their own interpretation and then hating on it, complaining about it, blah, 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 right? I even had issues with my previous real estate company before uh, because of that, right? And then there was an attempt to try to throttle what I post online. I was like, no, dude, I'm not going to change what I post online. You're crazy. You're nuts. And it's not what I'm posting. Understand this because this is point number two. I'll give you multiple examples. And pay very close attention. It wasn't what I was posting. It's because the company had to deal with the, the backlash of these haters complaining about me. So it wasn't even what I was doing. It's because, hey, it's basically without them saying it, we don't want to deal with people complaining about you, so stop. It's not, oh, we don't like that post or what you said here. It was never that, right? Let me give you another example. This is when this finally clicked for me. 
in life. And I've, I gave this example, I think like eight years ago, nine years ago, right? To the people closer to me. You may have heard it before though, because I've said it here and there. I remember there was a point, by the way, shout out mom and dad, love you guys, right? There was a point where I think, uh, I think it was my mom. She mentioned that a family friend had complained about something that I posted on Facebook. And this is like 10 years ago, right? Long ass time ago. Um, and I was like, why do you even care? And she said, well, we don't really care. It's just, we don't want to hear a bunch of shit from them. And that's when I had the aha moment. And I was like, so you didn't even care that I posted it or what I say. You just don't want to deal with it. And because I'm causing somebody to message you or talk to you, you don't want to deal with it. Oh, right. So when we talk about ridding ourselves of this attachment to criticism or judgment or whatever it is, that's the root of it, dude. In most cases, right? But you start seeing through these illusions when you start really paying attention to these things and just connecting the dots and using what I consider your higher intelligence as a human being. But typically, we're so wound up and emotional, you block. Just so you guys know, when you live more animalistic as a human being, meaning your emotions are out of control or they're too erratic, you are what they coin as, right, in ancient wisdom in your lower state, and you don't have access to the mind and your higher intelligence, which is literally one of the few things that separates us from animals, is this. So individuals, right, who are so flooded, and again, the environment by design, negativity being pushed all the time, they keep you wound up, right? Everyone around you is honking their horns and stressed out. It keeps you in that state where now you're not thinking properly. This is why many of you, by the way, this is a, a little segue and a side point, right? As we continue with the with the live. This is why many of you, when the pressure is on, you're not performing. Meaning when that moment comes up, when you need to say what you need to say or perform, right? It could be physical, mental, right? It could be a communication, whatever. You're not performing because of that. It's because of that, right? You're so in the emotion and you're not calm that you're blocking access to your conscious mind and you're operating off your primal shit, which is survival. And then you wonder why you can't be intellectual or you know move smoothly or talk smoothly or act smoothly in the pressure situations because you're too damn emotional. Now, this is everybody. I'm not just saying women or men. This is everybody right now. Everybody's too much in their damn fucking emotions. You see, but... You get to a point eventually like I have where I can have somebody erratically emotional in front of me. I'm sure it'll happen at some point later on when this platform blows up and I have a ton of people on the calls and people will complain. I get it. And you'll see how I'll just dice through them with the questions like I normally do, right? Because I actually listen, right? When you get in the state where you're not emotional or erratic, you'd be surprised what you can do as a human being, especially when it comes to communication. You hear things people don't hear. You see things people don't see. I can walk into any environment now and just... It's like my playground, dude. It's like my playground. But I'm calm. I'm not in my emotions. I enjoy, sure. I have fun. I'm happy. I'm cheerful. But I'm not caught up in my emotions. And this is a big one that we can add to this title about doing the same thing. Even if you're doing what you're supposed to do, but you're not doing it correctly. And one of the elements is this, like, let me give you some examples, right? Let's say somebody's in here taking action, right? Let's say you're an entrepreneur, a business person, whatever. You're making calls, you're talking to people, you're moving to shaking, but you're not getting the result. Something is off. Something is off. You may not be as good as you think you are skill-wise, and that needs to improve. A big one, a precursor that 
take some real introspective work is, do you really believe? Do you really believe and see yourself achieving like wholeheartedly? And only you can really answer that question because everybody says yes to that. But it's like, then how come you haven't gotten results in six years, bro? You you for sure don't believe it 100%. And that's the thing. It has to be 100%. can't be 50, 75, 80, 90. Why? Because when you do, everything that comes with the process after that falls into place. That extra work you have to put in, you'll do. The extra practicing that you're going to do for your profession, you'll do. The overtime work, you'll do. They ask you to make 100 calls, you make 300 calls. They ask you to buy a suit, you buy three suits. They ask you to show up at 7, you show up at 6 a.m. They say leave at 5 p.m., you leave at 7 p.m. Those things will come, but the precursor to that, that's a presupposition to that, that you'll do that is, it's presupposed that you have 100% unwavering self-belief and a clear vision of what that is, the skills that you will attain. Yeah, and everything that comes with it. Because what do people see now? What's online? The social media. Oh, you know, I might just, um, you know, we'll wake up and I can work out and then I do a cold plunge and then that, dude, that's not it. That's the flash that you guys see on Instagram. Like, like I, I see a lot of guys, right? Oh, I'm going to get a bunch of girls because I work out. No, you're not, bro. Sorry. I mean, what, what I see now, and I've been talking about like men and women for years. I just got shunned for it. I don't know why it's so popular now. It's crazy, right? There, there seems to be this like men hate women and women hate men. What the fuck is going on? Because behind that, that's attached to this stream and the title is when you hate something, Understand this, ladies and gentlemen, when you hate something, you will never achieve it if it's a goal. If it's a woman, you will never get with a woman and, and be at that level with them. If you hate something, you will stay away from it. You will not acquire that or have that thing in your life. And everybody walks around talking shit with everything, right? Fuck sales. Like I've heard it myself, right? Oh, fuck sales and communications. Like, what do you know, bro? You haven't even studied it. You don't know shit. What do you mean? Fuck that. That's stupid. It's ignorant to say that. But I told them, I was like, and because you said that, you will never be good in business because you reject the very thing that will take you to the promised land, my friend. And that's okay. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But I will tell them, you fucked up. You ain't looking at this thing properly. So with the self-belief and the actions, and that's another thing, right? The action, is it done correctly? Hey, Brian, I'm making calls. I'm doing this. Are you? Because upon further inspection, most people aren't. Or there's many pieces missing. Like a, a classic question I ask somebody. Let's say I tell you to go out there and knock on doors and talk to 30 people before you stop. When they're done, I say, okay, compare the first five conversations you had to the last five. Are they Maybe not exactly, but pretty similar. And most people tell me no. They say by the last five, they were more going through the motions. They weren't feeling it, right? And I'm like, well, there you go, bro. Of course, you're not going to get the results. Oh, Brian, but it's hard. Exactly. It's not designed to be easy. But then you will go around saying, I'm doing all the work. You're not. You're half-assing the work. And if that's the case, don't even show up. Because, you know, there's, oh, you know, 80% or 90% of success is showing up. No, it's not. No, it's not. 
Like I get what they're trying to say, but people go through the motions. People go through the motions with everything, dude. And it, it's sad, right? And this is why many of you, and this is why for everything, right? Sports, acting, business, I always tell people, you need a fucking coach, dude, because we will hold you to the fire and we will push you in a way that other people aren't going to push you. And that's uh, one of the main reasons people stay with me. It's like, man, the accountability and just you, it's like, it's irreplaceable. Exactly. And there's other people out there that can do it too, right? I'm sure there's great acting coaches and singing coaches and all this other shit, athletic coaches. I mean, you've seen them. But with that comes intensity, commitment, discipline, somebody being on your ass. Because as an example, we see things that you don't see. You may be thinking that you're doing something right. And I look, uh-uh, you need to adjust this. And that adjustment could double your production. But then, oh, well, I don't want to pay. Okay, then. Then go over there. Then keep watching the YouTube videos and, and getting the same fucking results. But then don't complain about it. Don't come to me and tell me you're doing everything possible, right? But they'll keep doing the same thing. And this is a, a conversation I have with people all the time. If you're unwilling to make the change and commit to what you need to commit to to get the results, then shut the fuck up. Seriously. Because nobody wants to hear it. So when I look back, my athletic career, my professional career, I did what I had to do. That's why I got the result. Because if I give somebody a blueprint and then they're not getting the result, it's not my fault. It's their fucking fault. They're doing something wrong that's not getting the result. But what do most people do? Well, I, I tried what this guy said and this guy said and it didn't work. No, dude, you don't work. Especially if the person like me, like if I have a student or a team member who's close to me, I will figure it out and we will get to the fucking promised land because now they've hired me and it's my responsibility to deliver. But I cannot force them to work or hold up their end of the bargain. But again, we, we have this, we have that, we have, again, you know, the truth being scorned. I mean, we have made people immune to criticism. Look at our world today. And, and this is trickled down from special groups all the way down to the individual. You can't say shit. But they'll flip that mechanism. As an example, right? Being of Hispanic heritage, right? When it benefits them, these individuals who fall into this trap, when it benefits them, they'll put me at the front. Oh, look at this creator this successful you know you know national association of hispanic real estate professionals right all that stuff they'll put me at the forefront but as soon as i say something or do something that they don't like now i'm a white boy now they don't want to claim me anymore oh so when it's my accolades i'm hispanic and you celebrate me and my family but when it's something you don't like i'm a, i'm a i'm a white boy right i'm light skinned now and all this bullshit right it goes the same way I'll, I'll speak a fact about something, Hispanic culture, white culture, whatever. And I get told, well, you can't say that. It's a fucking fact, bro. I can say it. You see, but we've allowed society and all these things to come in and say, oh, no, you can't say that. Well, you can't say anything about women, Brian. You're a man. You're not a woman. What? So I can't speak material fact because of that? That makes no fucking sense. So why am I bringing that up? That's a bigger issue, but it floats down to the individual because now the individual acts as if they're immune to criticism and nobody can tell them shit. That's no different than the classic advice. Well, you should listen to everybody, right? Everyone's going to help you. What? 
if I want to be a millionaire, I'm not going to listen to everybody. I'm going to go to the fucking millionaires. I can't take what a millionaire and multimillionaire says and then listen to my mom and hold that at the same, right? It's, it, it, it's flawed logic. What is that? All these things I just described the last minute or two, emotions, because it makes somebody feel good. No different than somebody saying, that's what you're supposed to do. Says who? What do you mean that's what I'm supposed to do? Where's this manual that this information came from that's just a bunch of bullshit opinions passed down? That's not conducive to a successful life and a fulfilled life. It's not. But nobody's standing up and saying anything. Then I, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to do it. Oh, Brian's an asshole and you know all the bullshit that comes out. You know, I'll get a bunch of private messages. I agree with you. I agree with you. Speak up. This will not change until everybody expresses their disinterest in it and that they're against it, their opposition. Well, you know, it's risky to speak out. And? And? It's crazy. People are so weak. I've shown everybody. I gave up everything to continue speaking the truth. These platforms took me years to build and they stripped all that shit away from me. I left very good money when I left my last uh, real estate company in regards to passive and residual income. No problem to stand on the principle. Well, it's going to be tough. I'm willing to go through anything. And I've already, right, since I brought it up, I've been with my new real estate company, Real Brokerage, for one year. I already surpassed the amount of people I had on my network at eXp. What took me five or six years to build at eXp, I rebuilt being completely deplatformed almost in one year with this new company with a harder path to get there. You see me making any fucking excuses? You see, but I knew how to get the result and I can replicate that over and over, right? So people don't pay attention, but I've been demonstrating some so much shit to people for years. Moving and shaking in the business world, the personal life, right? I show you guys all my workouts, right? I, I show a lot. Tell everybody to get a coach. What did I do from day one when I started calisthenics? I got a fucking coach. And we've been working out pretty much consistently three days a week for two years. So I'm not just talking out of my ass. I had conversations with people at the park the other day talking about this very subject. And we had a fucking whole crew around us listening, like eight, nine people. About how these things need to be addressed and truth and logic need to reign supreme if we want to move forward, right? But see, I, I say this for the individual because when this becomes your norm and your way of living and being, life becomes better, more fruitful, less stressful, more peaceful. You become more impactful. You don't bring drama to people's lives. When you touch people, it's something special, man. Even everyday conversations I have with people, I just relish in them, they're fun. Because I'm bringing an energy and something to them that they're not getting all the time. Because I know where I'm coming from. I don't deal with the average stress that people have and all that fucking nonsense and bullshit. Because I've detached from that stuff. Right? And a lot of people don't even know what that means. They don't even know what that would be like. It's almost like the people who are chronically sick and don't feel good. When I explain to them how I feel, they can't even fucking relate. Because they've never even gotten to that state. So how could they relate? They can't. 
But see, if it was important to them, they would say, man, I want that. I'll do whatever it takes to get there. Let's go. Ah, okay. Now the desire's there and the commitment's there. Let's do it. Because that person now, when they're sick of their fucking sickness, will do whatever it takes to get over here. Those are the people I want as students. Not the people who are looking over the fence or who are, well, this and that's like, get out of here, dude. And I turn people away every day at this point because they're just wishy-washy. I don't want wishy-washy people around me. You see, oh, it's offensive to say that. I don't care. I don't want wishy-washy people in my organization or around me. I just announced today, right? I'm looking for some local people here in Miami, some agents. I'm going to build them up. You think I'm going to take somebody who's wishy-washy? Right? As soon as they walk in, I'm going to tell them this is a no bullshit zone. All the bullshit you keep out there. When you come in here, we mean business and we conduct ourselves a certain way and we hold ourselves to a higher standard. If you're not okay with that, then turn around. You see, but you need to conduct your lives this way. Right? A lot of people will have me do that with them, but they won't do that with themselves. Waking up late, not doing what they're supposed to do, half-assing things. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm into the self-help thing. No, you're not. Because when I look at what people are doing, they're not. They listen to a couple podcasts and watch some videos. That ain't shit. It's nothing. Sorry. That's that's the bare minimum investment. But you want this result. This doesn't line up. That's like going to Lamborghini dealership and they ask for a hundred thousand dollar down payment. You're like, well, I got five thousand. OK, leave. Go across the street to the Honda dealership. Maybe they can help you there. Oh, no, but I really want a Lamborghini. Bro, you don't, have, you don't have enough. Leave. But see, we can't even be real with people anymore like that because that's offensive or you're bashing or you know all the bullshit that's out there today. Like I laugh when I see these words. I don't even know what half the words are on the internet that people say, and it just blows my mind. Like I have no interest in learning them. I really don't. That's why I'm kind of laughing and hoping that one day when I invite somebody to my podcast and they use those words, I can say, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay so i'll get to some questions here in a minute in the chat right because i see them if you're not where you are like where you want to be meaning where you're at now you're not where you want to be there has to be changes and if you're unwilling to change accept where you're at then that's it because the moment you ask me or somebody else, if we make suggestions and you, and you don't take them, you further entrenched your position, demonstrated your unwillingness to change and unwillingness to do what it is that you need to do to grow. And then accept it. Stop resisting it. Stop fighting it. You have made your own bed. Stay in it. Lay in it. Because again, I, I really want people to stop yip yapping and talking because it's all talk, posts on social media, motivational shit, and they're at home and they're fucking sweats. Like, grow up. Seriously, what are you doing? You know, I worked so hard today. Then you find out they really only put in two or three hours of work. You didn't work hard, dude. That's just creating another false image. And that's uh, unfortunately what social media has done for a lot of people because maybe they get a couple of likes or comments and think they're hot shit. It's nuts, man. It really is. Daniel says, let's go. What's up, buddy? How are you, bro? Right here in the chat, I have the link if you guys want to hop on and maybe ask a question. DC, what's going on, bro? B to the C, what's up, brother? Andrew says, bro, I feel like I'm doing the, the right things in real estate and personal development, but I'm not getting the results. Okay. You might feel like you're doing them, Andrew, but if you're not getting the result, again, something needs to change and you need to make an assessment. You need to get help, right? If the results aren't there, something is off and it needs to be addressed, bro. I mean, there's no other way around it, right? If we don't have the results, something needs to change, right? 
Glad to be here before your channel gets real popular like your first channel. Yep. Glad you like them, Justin. Appreciate it, bro. Who's in my network? Uh, if you're talking real, uh, Cassia and her team in South Carolina and Georgia. Colton is my upline, and I know he's pretty much right there with corporate. I got James Shelby. I got uh, Luke Jones, who's in uh, Texas now, who moved from Miami. Um, I got a ton of people in my network, dude. Uh, some, I think we just added a small uh, brokerage of or team of 10 to 12 members in Central California, Central Northern California that Lloyd added. Um, but we're doing we're doing really well with the with the real network. I think we're um, I think in the last month, no, the last two weeks, we've added 30 people, something like that. So we're doing really well. Let's see. Question from Dylan. Nice avatar, bro. How important is assuming positive expectations? Um, okay. I don't want to play the whole positive negative thing. This is a great question, right? This is what I tell people. You want to expect a good outcome, a favorable outcome. However, you're prepared for anything. I would expect her to be interested, yes, but I'm also I'm also prepared that if she goes, what the fuck do you want? All right? That to me is the best way. Because if we just say positive, I get where you're coming from, bro. But then it can lead to us. And what I see a lot of people in the self-help world, it's it's just a bunch of expectations of positive things to happen. And then they take less action, or when something doesn't go their way, instead of taking more action, they go back and think they need to journal more or do something instead of taking more action right so my best response to that is expect the positive or good outcome the favorable outcome however be prepared for anything i think that best suits somebody to get out there and kick some ass software sales what i think about it man you know the software world and and, and digital world has a lot of money i know people who have gone out of real estate and morphed into that and they've made millions so uh, i think that's definitely a very favorable um profession for sure and it's a great place to get into the software sales for sure 100 percent why do people say that if they aren't willing to put the work in Oh yeah, why do people say that they aren't willing to put the work in? Is it just to show off? Yeah, it's just to to fill the social bank, Lance. Meaning other people clap for them, and they go back and they do nothing. It's no different than the people who go to the or the networking events and the parties, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I study that guy and I read that." It's just to get little social cool points, which doesn't do anything, but it makes them feel good for a second, and makes other people maybe think that they're cool, and that's it. It's pathetic, right? Scary hours, Brian, uh, listening to you. I finally started doing my YouTube channel. Seriously, cool. You were just monetized. Awesome, man. Yep. Taking action is the key. Love it, man. I'm back on the path with this channel now that we're back on it full time now for about two months. I really wanted to explode. I love the live format, right? Uh, I'm going to be adding more people. Um, just like uh, last time, I think we had Lance come on and ask a question. Um, I want to really want to open it up, but later it'll be longer, right? We'll do probably one, two, three hours or something like that uh, once we get it up. And especially when we get monetized, because then I'll probably get a lot more people. But Instagram's been picking up a little bit. I've been doing the same kind of format. This one as well. You know, I used to only get one or two people. Now I get 10, 15, 20. So it, it's, it's steadily increasing, which is, um, which is good. But yeah, thank you guys for coming. Um, just a couple quick announcements, guys. Uh, if you have any other questions, I'll take them. I'm, uh, I started the Real Estate Agagi, right? Which is low barrier to entry to train salespeople, entrepreneurs, and real estate people, right? The Real Estate Agagi. The link is in the description. I'm doing, right? Because I'm... 
that is open, right? I'm doing a communication-based three to four day challenge, all communication, December 26th, the day after Christmas, 27th, 28th, and 29th. If you sign up for the Real Estate Agogi between now and Christmas, which is that program, you will get this event for free. I'm just letting you know, okay? But this event is gonna be focused on setting more appointments, having better conversations with people, language patterns, a lot of razor sharp specific stuff when it comes to emails, DMing people, conversations to help you guys have not only more impactful talks with people and conversations, but convert more people to buy your product or service, period. That's what that four day challenge is gonna be focused on, okay? I'll be releasing that in the next couple of days, right? That's gonna be 197 for that three or four day challenge. However, if you get on the Real Estate Agogi, you'll get that challenge for free. So anybody who signs up between now and Christmas will be getting that for free, just so you know, okay? All the links are in the description. And when I announce the challenge, you guys will know because it'll be on YouTube, Instagram, and all that fun stuff, okay? So Racetrack is back. He said, oh, okay, never mind. I'll get to that question next. Do you have any net worth benchmarks that people should keep in mind? Um, I really don't focus so much on net worth with people, Dylan. Um, I, I really, and that's a great metric to have. I think that's more of a personal thing. I would say really focus on increasing, drastically increasing your active income because then the higher that that raises, the quicker we can start investing into things to increase your increase and diversify your portfolio and get your network, uh, net worth sorry, up a lot quicker. Um, so I always tell people focus more on active income, get that up first. And then, because I think the, the trademark one is 1 million, right? Because people want that 500K, right? Those, you know, kind of half a million to a million benchmarks for most people, just like everyone says, I want to make a million dollars, right? Um, but I don't think that's as much as important. That might be important to you personally, but I would really emphasize people work on increasing their active income, especially moving forward. Because then we can, again, quicker invest into things that will pay you passively and residually that then grant you the time and location freedom that you want, right? Racetrack said, you told me yesterday to work on communication. I've been working today on avoiding filler words such as like or um. Fantastic. Is this a smart first step? And what would you recommend after this? Great. I would increase the number of interactions you have and I would keep working on that until you personally know and feel satisfied that you're not using filler words or as much because nobody's perfect, right? Then you can move on to something else, but that, that's a good start. But I would just say up the reps. If you're talking to a couple people, talk to 10, 20, 30, 40 people a day to work on that, right? Approach strangers, talk to people at the gym. Like today, right? I noticed a new worker at the grocery store. She's cute. I said, oh, you're new here? And we started talking a little bit, right? Now, I know she works there and I can always go back and talk to her, but I will always exercise that muscle, right? She was new. The thought was, haven't seen her before. She's new. Verbalize the thought. And for many of you, your communication, simply put, is that. Verbalize the thought, right? In most cases, it's good. I was like, wait, she's new. Probably doesn't work here. Boom, right? Thoughts on working real estate while doing a 30, 40 an hour work week job, like a full-time job. Well, if you want to do that, you can. You just can't expect full-time results. You're not going to come in and do 100 or 150 grand your first year in real estate. Working part-time, you might do a couple deals, one, two, or three deals, right? But I'd recommend you come up with a plan if you want to transition full-time. Come up with a plan and put a date on it, and you marry that date, and you honor it. So when that date comes, you ditch your job. You have to honor your commitment. Right, that's what I recommend. Can you do it? Sure. You're probably not going to get the results that you want, though. So in most cases, I don't, unless somebody creates a specific plan to trans uh, transfer and go and change their career from that full time job into a full time career in real estate transition. That's the word I was looking for. Right. Cool. Okay, guys, I appreciate you. Check out the real estate agogi. 
keep a lookout for that event. Remember, everyone who registers from now until Christmas will receive that event, that challenge I'm doing at the end of the month, the communication challenge for free. Okay. So with that said, we're signing off. Check out the links. We'll see you on the next one. I will be doing this more regularly and I'll be dropping the Zoom link uh, pretty soon here for you guys to join on live so we can have a discussion. All right. That's it for this one. Uh, we'll see you on the next broadcast. Peace.